Welcome to the Underground Click Podcast. I'm owner, operator, CEO, Killer King. With me as always, we got Muse. What up? And unfortunately, no Shrekky Bear or Washington because A, Washington is, is on a battlefield, beardless, slanging fucking insulation. And Shrek is uh, quarantining for COVID because he be partying too much and, and, and not being socially distanced. But thank you. Thank you for uh, for being responsible about that. But sitting in with us today, we got motherfucking sick with it. How, how's it going with you? What's up, though? It's going good, man. It's going good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, word on the street is me and you might have a fucking concert coming up. So uh, yeah, I, I was just that. like, man, we, we might want to slip this in for some cross promotion. I heard about that. Yeah, I, I heard about that too. I've seen like 17 flyers. It's only been <laughs> eight days, but making make moves. I appreciate that. For sure. For sure. But uh, I made that flyer too. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we want to get in with the, the, the basics of... Uh, how long have you uh, been doing music and uh, all that? And how'd you get started doing music? I've been doing music since I was probably 14. Started writing at 14. Um, after that, it was just mostly jail for me, which infused my writing. A lot of jail time. You do a lot of writing. Right. And uh, that's what got me into it. And then, and then um, I had to go back to you know, once ICP and Eminem came out, like, yeah, you know what? I can do this. And and that, that my first song I recorded was I was 16. It was yeah. whack as fuck. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> that we talked to. Fucking... I still remember a couple bars of it, too. So. Yeah, a lot of people we talk to, uh, every time we ask them that question, that that's like almost the exact same place that everybody goes back to. Is like as soon as ICP and Twisted and fucking Eminem hit the scene, well, like they're like, it's either that or the locals ICP. of, it, it's like we've seen ICP do it big, and then we saw like Hell's Kitchen start doing it. Yeah, yeah. our local yeah. scene, and we, we, we started following too, those. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of locals following yeah. the footsteps, preparing for the tournament, like Luke Hang. <laughs> <laughs> Bicycle thing, right? But yeah, um, I listened to ICP way before I, I should have. Obviously, it's yeah, me as like, well. My, you know, eight years old, and then you know that's why I said it took me years of like shit. I I like that. That's what got me into music. To be honest with you, like for real, it was a different type of music than what anybody else was listening to at a young age, and it just turned me into. Music as an outlet, more than that, you know, it's more than an outlet for me too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think with thing. this concert that's coming up too. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. With, with everything that's going on, the COVID. And, yeah. I think the thing hashtag COVID shit. sucks because I've said it a million times. The one year I had my shit together, planned right. all the way, festivals, whole damn year, front to back, no gaps, everything releases dropped, everything's ready to go. COVID's just like fuck your plans. Right. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else in the world. Not right. just you. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, at least it wasn't like a... The, oh, your quarter million dollar got record you. deal? Gone. It's everybody <laughs> else. your feelings. Yeah. Now you broke again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, uh, you know, I think with like, like you guys were saying, like Hell's Kitchen, not like I remember uh, being the youngster and fucking those guys were all over the place. Yeah, and me shit. too. Between yeah. like I remember seeing you. them and like, ICP and Eminem and like they were in a position to like being able to be raw with their like thoughts and feelings and just you know say whatever the fuck they wanted to versus like if you would have kicked on a, a rap station you know on the radio or something like that everything's like kind of cleaned up a little bit and like they don't have the same kind of freedoms and I think that was like something for like people in our generation range they're like oh fuck like 
there's people out there that are actually doing this and doing it how they fucking want to. Like maybe I can fucking do this too. Like yeah, yeah. if they're free to say it, why why can't I? You know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, underground rappers out there too that oh, yeah. don't get heard, don't get played. Yeah, that is so especially many. in our city. Every other door I could knock, and I could find a rapper. Yeah, swear yeah. to God, statistically. You know, like that, <laughs> that was one of our things for wanting to do this uh, here because like a lot of voices go unheard. Yeah, right. you know, we or might be aware of somebody that like you, you could go a block away and nobody's ever heard of this motherfucker, and you're like, how how did you not hear this dude? Like this dude's fucking on fire right now. And like you never heard him. All right, we're getting this motherfucker out there somehow or another. Yeah, yeah so like, that's what brings us to doing this shit. Well, yeah, this is awesome right here. You know, it gives it gives other artists a good chance. To, you know, I mean, you got to put the work into to get on. You can't just sit here and be like, oh, I'm a I'm a rapper. Um, yeah, just I, expect you know, it to happen. You know? Wait, so you're telling me the record label is not going to come to you on your couch and just be like, <laughs> knock knock knock, like Ed McMahon? Here's your record deal, right? Unfortunately, that's how ninety nine percent of them think. Exactly. This is why sometimes it happens, and it there's happens a clash. The people <laughs> happens yeah. to the wrong people who don't even. Oh, because they had one song, but yeah. then you listen to the other your other shit. It's like, <laughs> okay, what the know. fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, you want to you want to add my, my top rapper out there right now though, Jelly Roll, killing oh, yeah. it. No Absolutely. matter what, I, I mean, he's killing it right now, man. He's and Merkelis, they're killing it. They're doing they're doing big things. You know that is they took over the underground and my king like Tech Nine, of course, is still there. Yeah. Always, oh, yeah. always gonna be there until you know he's done. And he's all, you know, the whole the whole crew, you know. And now you got the other people that's in there, you know, in that tier, like Twisted and Magic Ninja. Right, yeah. That's for <clears throat> underground, you know, like that's what got me into rapping was underground rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, where a lot of people seem to get their like their biggest influence, seeing people that are you know, in the same position as them, like it could be your neighbor, or, like somebody from across town is like, you know, getting into the fucking thing and like inspires other people, to, like at least give it a shot and, uh, you know, see how it goes for them. And like you said, a lot of people are just, you know, kind of waiting for their chance to happen, but it don't always fucking work like that. Like you gotta like get out and actually do the work and like feet on the ground and fucking handing out flyers and fucking, you know, going the extra mile and shit that a lot of people just don't do. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, there are a lot of... Yeah, put that like, extra in extraordinary. That extra. Just, just a little bit of pep. Yeah, a little extra. <laughs> but now you're absolutely right. And, it, uh, you know, we applaud you for your professionalism, man. Like, you came in here prepared. You got, like, notebooks with notes and talking business right away. For sure. You know, because well, we appreciate that, you know, as, as you know, people coming in, um, you know, trying to do this in a professional manner somewhat um but still i mean you don't see that a lot with a, a lot of underground artists where right. they're like on the ball and they're constantly thinking they're talking about like what's the next move what's the next step yeah. how can i get this one thing accomplished and move that forward so i can work on this other thing exactly like that's a that's an acumen that a lot of people just don't carry around with them all right i look at this as a job to me when i do it i look i try to be as professional as i can yeah. you know what i'm saying i i, I do what i can to um, meet new people. Um, I'm not on no any type of beef stuff because I'm so sick of everybody wanting to write a beef song about somebody. Nobody's gonna get their name through my music just so they know that. I mean, exactly. There is a diss track out on me, and I ain't, I don't even know the dude that did it, but exactly. I heard it. Same, I have the same thing. You're not gonna leak. I'm not gonna leak your name into my fucking art. 
And I want in to anything. Right now so bad to somebody, but I don't like, even do it to like ex girlfriends and stuff. I'll make up certain situations and stuff that may or may not have happened. But but it's not going to be directly about one certain thing or one certain fucking person. It's going to be like a, a cornucopia of fuckery <laughs> if I'm going to do something like that. Yeah, exactly. It's professionalism, like you said. Yeah. It's it's coming prepared, trying to you know hold up to a standard, I guess, that people want to think of you as. Because you know, for a long time, I wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, we're all guilty. I'm of not that. a saint. I, I used to be. The, <laughs> I used to be that same person, and I just fucking snapped out of it. I'm like, dude. Violet J is not going to come into my basement on fucking Euclid on the east side and just knock on my goddamn door like, here's a fucking record deal of psychopathic. We've been looking for your whole lives. Not going to fucking happen. Get out the goddamn basement, you fat fucking do something with your life. And that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Go out there and be somebody. <laughs> I still want to say something, man. Man, I got to say it, though. <laughs> I think I know. It's okay. You can speak I think I know his kid. He, he just don't want to accept uh, it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Looks just like him. I know some people that know some people that know and heard some shit. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I ain't even lying to you, bro, right now. Like, it, because it was crazy because it, wasn't, cover our it, it was in a basement. We, yeah. It was in a basement on a couch. Say that. <laughs> a lot of things but happen in the basement of the casting couch. It wasn't in Toledo. It was up in the D. Yeah. Hey, this shit's crazy, though. <laughs> Small fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, eventually, you know, you do fucking snap out of it. Hopefully, that, that that's what I've been like. I've been trying to shake a lot of rappers out, out of that that mentality for a yeah. while. But unfortunately, you know, not everyone can. They just want to keep dissing because it, it don't make no sense. Attention. If that's if why. I'm trying to make a name and you're trying to make a name. And then we both diss each other when, hey, guess what? Most of us are in the same area and have the same shared fan base. We just split our fans in fucking half. We did nothing for our scene except divide it when we should unite it. Well, that's why you at see, the end of the day, that's like, why you see. One. That's what underground click stands for. Even though yeah. I, I'm a fucking <laughs> egotist, I'm a narcissist, it's killer king. Everyone knows that. But underground click is is me literally shedding my fucking ego and and fucking going, no, we're in this to fucking together and building a clothing brand so that way, like underground rappers that didn't have their logo were merch, they could go buy something that represented all of them. Especially because underground companies in Toledo, we need to help each other. That's exactly, exactly. We all want to yeah. see each other eat, man. Exactly. I'm not on the beef shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not on nothing like that, dude. I have no beef with anybody. It's about business. Toledo Once right you grow now, up and I'm grow nervous. older, you realize that it's about business at the end of the day. I might not like you personally, but I might like your business. Right. right. Yeah. Everybody think Rob Zombie's an asshole, but they still like that motherfucker's music and buy that shit. Why well, oh, can't yeah. that apply to everybody else across the board? We oh, need yeah. to. Put the Rob Zombie theory on the shit. Yeah. If you got some fucking quality, just fucking be like, okay. Well, you suck it up and fucking admit and, and show respect where it's fucking earned and then fucking keep it moving. Right. Do you see that the, the success of a lot of like uh, underground and like independent labels go? Because, you know, they're not about that bullshit of like kicking the other guy down. Like if they recognize talent in somebody, they, they're uplifting them. You know, yeah. they want to see that meet too. And, you know, helping that guy out next to you, that helps you out in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Exactly. You know? yep. If not from a financial standpoint, at least from a <laughs> click, Simon's World, loud face. List <laughs> <laughs> goes right. on for Killer King you know, and, 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 <laughs> and the, the click and uh, references of that nature. So, yeah, because, yeah. like, I mean, just in your own experience, fucking, you, you're constantly collaborating with, like, different groups of people that, you know, 
some of them fall technically under the underground click flag, but <coughs> other ones don't. But right. it's like you guys are all working together towards one goal of like everybody yeah. succeeding and shit. Yep. You know, even if that doesn't come out as a it's financial a team of thing, teams working as a work. school of fucking sharks instead of a school of, of fucking people, fish. You know, because when you're working with a lot of people, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of different personalities you got to deal with. Yeah, it's a lot of the people you got to. But you know what? At the end but of the fortunately, day, fortunately, I'm it, the biggest one in the room 90 percent of the time. So if I check day, my ego, we can get a wall. Well, <laughs> well, at the end of the day, it's about uh, like you said, all of us trying to get it. Like I started rapping back. My first uh, show was 2007. I was I just had a kid. We used to rock the underground Sandusky man. That's crazy. Right, Killers, yeah. which. Actually, on the already oh, three so killers is making a comeback. <laughs> Just so you know, we're half. And I'm pretty sure I seen you guys back then. Yeah, you you seen them perform with me as Killer King, fucking back in the day. Yeah, I played with Crooked Killers. Okay, times. you have yes. and Sandusky and shit. There were so many yeah. people that we fucking it opened for. <laughs> I did like two shows in Sandusky. Even. You guys were definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think we we fucking rode together That's to that right. show out there too. Well, we're we're making a comeback actually. We just recorded a new track last night. That's tight off the hook, bro. And um we're actually doing a 15-minute set of Crooked Killers at the end of the show on the 30th, which brings me to the 30th. Exclusive. Exclusive. So you better get your Killers. fucking asses there. Yes, well, it's already sold out from what I've heard. Right. So, but you can, everybody can just let's go. Right. Wear a face mask. Bring, bring, uh, bring coats if you're scared of the COVID and shit. And if we do have to turn so you away, at the end of the day, it is for a good cause. Someone's gonna go live, if so you'll still leaves, get to see some shit after after the outside. show. Someone <laughs> will post some shit. Don't oh, don't no, worry. No. We'll make sure that the people that that uh, donated will will have some kind of. Uh, video evidence for the night for for coming out and showing love for us Live or something and all that. yes sir or maybe underground click I'll, I'll go print up some fucking limited edition bandanas for those people so that way you got a fresh piece of merch that no one else fucking has because you couldn't make it to the show so yes maybe we'll concerts for coats you're right yes it's five until uh 10 doors are at five Five. Be $5 early. At the door or it's not cool to be late to a charity drive, guys. Um, this is not the time to be the cool rapper. Show the fuck up. We're, we're raffling <laughs> off baskets for kids for to buy coats. That's what nice. it's all going to. It's all going to the uh, Maher Four Three Six Zero Five Foundation, which we're having a community drive. Every concert we do this year, there's going to be a community drive the next day. Nice. Okay, not all of them are going to be um, bring. You know, it's they're going to be just pay at the door. We're going to have tickets. Um, so on the show, um, headlining is Crooked Killers, and then Sick With It, which is me. And then Jay Biz, we got Two-Face, we got Killer King, we got Automatic, Mike Whiskey, Pay Dirt, Royal Jesters, and Dizzy Blaze. Donations welcome, any type. Because they're going for a good cause. It's going for kids. <laughs> and it's presented by the Maher for 43605 Foundation, brought to you by Mud Music. Mud Made Music, my bad. Nice. Don't miss your dude, Killer King, on the mic. Can't wait to see that. Yes, yes, you, you're you're definitely going to get a very hype performance, especially if you, you guys have seen the last live video that we leaked with the the me just hyping Drew West and and how hyped that got by the end of the set. Uh, depressed Killer King is no longer here, 
Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance. It, 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 it's fun time, and, and the show must go on, and I'm going to fuck with you on the mic. I'm not just going to do a bunch of fucking songs back-to-back -back anymore. So so, so the MC King is back, so you're going to have to deal with my fucking mouth on a live mic, so get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> not just going to have to hear me weekly on a fucking podcast. You're By the way, that, that in your show is face. at the, the Lopa Nickel, yeah. 601 East Broadway, on the corner of the East Broadway. Got nice. It. Yes, can't wait for that fucking show. Me either. And we got shows coming up. Like I said, on my birthday show, it's five twenty nine. Details to come. Killer King will be on there, right? Oh. Yes, Confirmed today earlier, so you'll definitely hear about that fucking show that over the next few months from us and be on social media. The weekend of uh, what's that? Memorial Day weekend, buddy. Memorial so you Day have an extended weekend. day weekend, everybody. Yeah, right. And that's gonna be a good time. Yes. Probably after parties everywhere. Right. Maybe out, out with some fires and fireworks, maybe. Right. Never know. Killing it. <clears throat> I mean, or we could have an after party after that show at my house because, you know, I am in an industrial area in the hood where if we shoot off fireworks, perfect. it's going to be gunshots or fireworks. Ain't that, no one going to call nobody on cool nothing. <laughs> Especially because uh, so I'm zoned. After party's going to be at Killer King's house? As an industrial saying? warehouse. So technically my house ain't a house, so I can be loud here until... After fucking midnight, unlike a normal house. I'm so thinking about I got special laws. <laughs> after party Allegedly. at my house. Allegedly. <laughs> after party at my house. Right. After the party is after, after, after. Location to come. Right. We can do fucking karate in the garage. <laughs> Hell yeah, we can set shit Cut Dorito bags, fucking katanas. Hell yeah. <laughs> you get a katana, I'm cutting a Dorito bag anytime. So well, I do have an actual not toy Freddy it? glove. <laughs> I just got to take take the uh, <coughs> she's off the blades. Sharpen it real quick. <laughs> yeah, just don't uh, don't uh, cut anybody's hands off though. Everybody need them. You got to be able to hold the mic still. <coughs> so as as far as. Uh, you said you haven't performed in a good while. Um, <laughs> what about oh, uh, for like the people that are listening that don't really know you as an artist or have heard any of your stuff? Uh, where can we find you? Yeah, where, where can your materials be found that exist currently? Uh, you can get me on Facebook at Sick With It and then uh, YouTube, Sick With It Music. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sick With It Music at YouTube. Any... Uh, any like new music come Secret out recently music or? at Gmail? That's M U Z I K, by the way. There you go. At Gmail. There you go. Uh, so you got a new track, New Cricket Killers. Last night just got. So they, they, they got that new fire. Okay. Oh, I got. Oh, You're normally the brains of the operation going back. What the fuck's happening? Right. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. I recorded last night. Yeah, we did. We did a couple hours in the booth with my boy Automatic. He's my producer right now and my fucking engineer. As long as he's doing it, we'll be doing it. It's, we go so far back. It's just ridiculous, man. Yeah, can't leave it happens. Him. Yeah, my I mean, it's kind of a crazy connectedness in this room because, like, <laughs> I don't know how well you guys know each other, but, like, me and you don't know each other. And fucking, like, me and I've Automatic went to school today. Yeah. Our, you know, way back in the day, me and him and, went to school together. And took a little circle back in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. With B Scrubs and B -Scrubs all that. Was was dog boy, boy and shit. Yeah. Like, dog boy. He, yeah, I grew up with all that. Damn. Yeah, I do remember you from back in the day. You no. don't remember. I was me. probably I didn't going have around all of this. Obviously, like none of it. <laughs> yeah, I came I out. I didn't have this going on at that point. 
Out the womb, corn road and face dance. But no, oh. my uh, back then my big dumb ass was probably fucking party and doing I wish you would have saved us so much money. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how like all that shit just kind of like that should be a project. What's that? I'm just gonna throw that idea because everyone thinks uh, Killer King don't love good good ideas to people. Uh, should definitely be a sick witted uh, album title. What's Corn that? Corn rolls and face tats. Corn rolls and face tats. Out the womb. Out the womb. <laughs> yeah, that's the intro. Is out the womb. Out the womb. Corn rolls and face tats. <laughs> I might write that. Damn near writes album itself. Ideas there you go. Quick. This gave it to a free exclusive live on the internet, so no takesies, backsies. No pad ready in there. I have a I have a page that says album name ideas, so I'll just write this one down. And I'll just add it to that page and go oh. that. I'll just put it right. Here. Right, Corn you know, pull it over. You don't gotta use it. Just throw it out there. Could <laughs> be for a, a brainstorm session later. Yeah, I mean, random mixtape later. You want to throw out the wall? This guy came with notes and everything. Talking points. We're not used to this. Right. I mean, my notepad's down with an ashtray underneath it for once. Yeah. <laughs> face tats out the <laughs> But then again, I got I got my my uh my rapper college I got to do later. But shh, shh. top secret moves. You can't copy me because guess what? Uh, the the class is closed, bitch. <laughs> That's how you move in silence. You make sure that that shit is locked down. Now you got to come to me. I'll learn you all too. Kingpin. Always. Always trying to kingpin. Every time, dude. Every time. I mean, <laughs> if you're not the kingpin, how do you build an empire? I mean, that's true. Every time they try and knock my crown off, they, they realize that it's fucking heavy and they give it back. Go oh, here, you go. You run with that. You should get one tatted on your forehead like me. <laughs> <laughs> I got the. I mean, eventually. Once I'm like a hundred thousand era off my, my music, you know, and I don't need an actual, you know, side job and shit. Yeah, it'll be game over. I just don't. Care. I wanted to be lazy and uh, like I figure if they black, don't want to hire me because of my tattoos, paint. I ain't gonna work for them, so it don't matter to me. Right? I don't give a fuck. Matter of fact, they more people are willing to hire you more just because you have them. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, well we need this guy here because it helps with our. <laughs> they gotta throw kind of like they gotta throw a black guy in there, right? You feel me? They, they got to throw the tattooed guy up real quick, you know. Then everybody else be like, "Oh, so I can go get him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why every time I always got a job, I always made sure my hair was freshly dyed neon green, so that way after they hire me, they'd be like, "Oh, you got to change your hair color." Like, no, legally, you hired me with this contract, knowing my hair was this color, and I know my fucking rights. So even though it's in your handbook, I know the loophole. And they'd be like. Ugh. All right. Three <laughs> weeks later, on their upper management, and they're fucking. Really, you know, why is this green haired fuck our boss now? Yeah, not, <laughs> anymore now, though, it's it's not like that though. It's not really like that. They're they're actually pretty cool now. Like some most places are. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, I have the benefit of the doubt. You can't get a job out there right now in Toledo, dude. I don't know. You're doing something wrong. I don't have one. When COVID ain't fucking this my, my shit job out. right here. I'm a leather worker, so I make custom shit out of fucking leather and shit. So yeah. Either way, I'm making fucking art. I'm paid to go fucking make. Cool yeah, fucking yes. medieval armor and shit and dye it weird fucked up colors or come home and make fucking weird fucking merch and slang it, songs, etc. It's always a fucking project. <coughs> no sleep, bro. That's why you yeah. think I fucking yeah. live off batteries and shit. And the wifey just comes <laughs> and takes the fucking battery core out and goes, boom, Been doing I'm down for two up. hours. And that's it. Back up and Adam, Adam, Adam. Jay Biz. Jay yeah. Biz, yeah. Me and, Jay Me and him go way back. Shouts out to Jay Biz. Oh, Me and yeah. him, uh. 
when I first started, you know, flashback, same similar fucking story with you. I fucking rapped when I was 14. I dropped my first shit at 14 from like cutting grasses and shit and uh, dropped my oh, first really? shit. And then I dropped my follow up project when I left the headhunters for a group for a minute and started a new group called Deranged. And me and Jay Biz were two of the four members of Deranged. And two of the four are still doing music to this day. So shouts out to us and our grind and our hustle. So mad love to Jay Biz as always. I remember him when he was just the prospect. He's he's, 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 he's going to get a little chuckle out of that. That's my boy. He's going to give me shit at the show and be like, man, why you have to drop that shit? Why you have to put that? Because, Biz you know, got them bars, I know. This is the history of our local music scene. People need to need to get the inside scoop, and that's what we like to give them weekly here on the Underground Click Music Podcast. So it's like a, a history lesson plus a how are we connected in the in this web of music because a lot of us don't even fucking realize it. Yeah, right. right. You guys knew each other from fucking back in the day and didn't right. even know. Because right? <laughs> you grew a fucking beard, cornrows, face tats. <laughs> I, I got fat, skinny, fat, skinny again. <laughs> I'm like fucking Violent J without the... All, all the other I don't madness I don't. and the money. <laughs> yeah, I remember there's so many people that you deal with, and that's what it brings back to what you guys were saying earlier about that. Like you guys some deal with so many people, yeah. you know, and you just yeah, it's wait. So music is a people everybody. business on top of it, right? <laughs> yeah, you mean you actually have to talk to someone? God damn people out there. Yeah, we notice that a lot. Uh, you know, over the course of us doing this is that like a lot of the people aside from like anybody that come from out of state to sit down with us, um, you know, we'll, we'll get to talking, you know, on air, off air. And like, it'll be crazy to be like, Oh, well, you know, somebody started talking about someone. It's like, Oh shit. I know that motherfucker. Like, right. 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 Happens. What a strange world, you know, and and with as big as like the population is here, like in Toledo, I know it's not like fucking Chicago, but like, it's kind of crazy how small the world is. Shouts yeah. out to Chicago. Love you, sister, because I know you're listening in Chicago. Hell Shouts yeah. out to sister. <laughs> she drove five hours to come see me open for fucking Twisted at one of the last shows I did here that was big before I started doing all the shit by myself and not doing the shit for the big innovations company. And she drove five hours to see my set, to be stuck in fucking line because the meet and greet went too fucking long, to see... Miss a song and a half of my 12-minute set, see my set, kick it for 40 minutes to drive five hours back. So, shouts out to my fucking sister. I need to give her oh, some man. love on, on air for that shit. She doesn't hear it because she's obviously not in Toledo when I brag about this shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, the kind of support, you know, that we talk about a lot is, like, uh, you know, another, another part of, like, us doing this is not only to... Uh, uh, you know, get artists out there that people shout might not have heard of, but like, you know, to kind of shout out the support system that, you know, it is almost required in order for um, underground artists to be successful from their friends, their families, the people that they work with and shit like that, you yeah. know, having their back and, you know, even just like little things. You know? this podcast started oh, my, my long time road homie fucking interviewing me because I was just like, it's too lame if I do a weekly update podcast like a Wayne's World style thing with no Garth. I need a Garth for the Wayne's. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to have someone that's been with me in the trenches as long as Killer King's been a thing. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and uh, there's been a couple of times where we 
talk to people that are more of like uh, in the crowd mindset that you know get to witness the shows and like right. their perspective Fans. of it and everything. Yeah, because like it, it's kind of like shining the light on the whole underground scene as a living thing, not just the artists all the time. Because yeah. like, I mean, you, you got the manager over here; she's on the ball with you know the notes and everything. Yeah, first you know, that's shout out I give us to my system. wife, of course, and my family because they're the ones that deal with me day to day. That's my Absolutely. first shout out, and God. Right. You know, exactly. Okay. And then the next one is everybody that supports anything to do with if they like my stuff, they, they feel it and they vibe it. And, you know, I got more to come. I don't have a lot out there right now as I came back, but I got a whole album on SoundCloud. I mean, it's old. It's called Crooked Killers. You just type that in on SoundCloud. You can find that. It's a whole album, 20 tracks with some hidden tracks in it. Nice. And then I got a couple new songs. Like, I just came back, man, you know. Um, so right. shout out to my family because they're the ones that are holding me down right now. And obviously my wife, you know, my manager, my wife, right. and then the fans, man. And then the new guys, of course, you know, doing the podcast, any, any, you know, right. all just the other, all the other people trying to make something of their lives that are trying to do good. Yeah. And we're just trying to extend the cause support even, You know what I'm saying? I mean, even if they ain't making money, they're just trying to get out there and do something positive. Wait, so charity isn't about making money. I just want to clarify that. What? 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 I need to need to uh, play into my my dickish narcissistic persona that everyone thinks that I am. <laughs> just 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 one time on the podcast. No, we got a little bit too behind the curtain here at Oz. <laughs> Gotta snap them back every once in a while. But uh, on that note, we're gonna uh, bring this half of the episode to a close, and we're gonna uh, come back to you with another half an hour. Uh, just just kicking the random stuff about the music and uh, the industry and the scene as a whole. So uh, thank you for tuning in to this first portion. We'll get back yeah, to you after a short break. Underground click. Be right back. All right, coming back with another part two. Uh, sick with it with us still again. What's up, uh, not going to get the full hour because, you know, we are crunched on time, but uh, we want to thank him because, you know, he did fill in last minute for us. Sir, so I apologize. I ain't got the time. Today. Oh, you're good. You're good. We got another one scheduled, though, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. He'll be back uh, the week before the show. So January 23rd, we'll have another follow up with Sick With It here. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll talk more about the charity drive and, and how the yes. fuck sold out it is officially by then because we're going to put that manifest date into the universe right now because why the fuck not that's yes, what we do sir. so yes, yeah let's, let's dig back set into a goal that. and enforce it so you guys got this uh charity event show on the 30th yes um and this is a charity drive you know more or less for kids kids yes. to get yes. coats and shit yes. you know that it's a good cause you know anything to benefit children is always a good thing yes so uh it, that's at what location again that is at the uh the local nickel that's at 601 east broadway Six on the corner of Nevada Street in East Broadway in Toledo, Ohio. Gotcha. Yeah, easy then, to find. Yep. Uh, for anybody that knows the East Side, you know right where that spot's at. Yeah. And uh, you did mention that you guys are doing uh, another community event like directly after that, too. Yep, every day after our concerts this whole year, we're having a um, charity drive. It's a community giveaway presented by the Maher 43605 Foundation. Right. Yeah, shout out to the Mahars. Yep. They've done a lot. Yes. For the scene, especially going all the way back with uh, R.I.P. Madman Mahizi. Uh, uh, yes. We'll, we'll give them some love Rest because uh, Madman Mahizi, back when I was security and shit for uh, Hell's Kitchen, when I was trying to get my foot in the door with these shows and shit back in the day when I was earning my stripes, things that 
right. rappers these days know nothing about, unfortunately. And that's right. why our talent pool is so diluted and a little too egotistical because they didn't have to carry the MIDI chords. Oh, they didn't have to earn their stripes like I did <laughs> 15 years ago. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm so egotistical. I, I don't, I don't want to date how old I am, but it is what it is. The paint makes me look young, goddammit. Well, <laughs> it exactly. does. Yes, it does. <laughs> Shave off my fucking Burt Reynolds mustache and put the paint on. Look a nah, totally different person. Don't shave that off. Why oh, no. Because you know, it dies. I got the good like stuff, it. so it dies my my uh, my mustache. I don't want to have a half white mustache. I see it. I see it. Yeah, the community drive is at the same place too. After afterwards, it's gotcha. at, it's from like noon to four. Gotcha. So every every time after the show, we have another charity drive to help drive home. So if you can't make it because of the Corona and stuff, and we're we're selling out, we're already That's pretty much packed giveaway. for the for the for the concert coming up. So Whenever come, come and bring extra stuff and uh, show your love for the community and stuff and help people out, uh, especially in these hard times. That need them, need it. Especially with the families that need it. Half them stimulus is not going out and shit. Yeah, doing doing things like this is pretty important right now too. Exactly. You know, especially with the uh, the all this COVID shit going on and everything. Like, yeah, that's what people need is like yeah. coming together and looking out for the people in their community, right. and you know, going out of their way to help somebody else out. You know that it it creates a a tighter knit community too. You know that you get to network with other people, whether they be artists or fans or you know just somebody trying to come through and help somebody out. You know, right? It, it makes a good name for everybody, especially you know Toledo as a whole. You know, everybody looking out for each other. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Toledo businesses and the underground businesses. Exactly. Especially because you know, with with, with the. Uh, the the lore on the street. If, if if I stop my ego for a fucking charity drive, you can come show fucking love, guys. <laughs> like we do mad work over here, and everybody knows it. That's why we have the podcast to update you weekly because we do so much fucking shit. I forget. I gotta write down bullet points and all that other shit, and I still forget half the shit. But that's good because that means I can't leak all my top secret shit until until <laughs> it's on my desk. Like, oh shit, I ordered that. Okay, cool. I guess this is a new merch we're plugging this week. Right. <laughs> it's either that or it's my fault dropping uh, dropping prototype merch when it's not supposed to be dropped. I mean, that was it, the one time. It was it, one in time. your defense. Yeah, you did leak the underground click fucking ski mask, but I've been rocking that ski mask for three years on my set, and no one said a fucking word about it. They, they, <laughs> just like, they didn't ask about the winter hats. They're like, man, your ski mask is dope. They're like, hey, are you going to have them for sale? Like, no, no one came with the follow up questions except you. Right. <laughs> that merch is where it's at, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have some merch, man. You, you know, oh like, uh, people are like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, we have. Like, I support that. Too much merch, too. especially after February 3rd when the, the, the new underground Clint Killer King merch store and fucking Killer's yeah. Queen fucking ladies line fucking drops. We got three full fucking. Two, three. Yeah, two, three. Well, actually, we need to talk about that. We'll do another another episode. Follow up after Sick When It Leaves uh, and, and uh, give you give you the skivvy on that. We, we might have to push some shit back. We are raffling baskets too. At yeah, the, yes. The, at the, the show basket on the thirtieth, yes. on the thirtieth, we're, we're raffling baskets, and uh, there's going to be merchandise in there. Yes. Um. So, and there's going to be some other stuff. Um, it's going to be a lot we're of. We're going to have raffle there. tickets. <laughs> They're going to be probably the big baskets would be like two dollars a ticket, right. and then the little ones would be one dollar a ticket. Um, there might be some big ones would be three dollars a ticket even. Um, nice. And it's all going to buy coats, like to uh, take family shopping. 
uh, in Toledo. And they can come from any area code. So all your money is staying local. What area codes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We take anybody. They don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we're not going and taking your money and dumping it off at no, some it's a bigger charity's to... door to never get redispersed to the community. It's all going directly back to affect people that you probably Christine, know through the grapevine. Christine yeah. would handle all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out to Christine because she's a fucking soldier doing all that fucking shit. Yes, she is. So, but yeah, you're coming out with the new stuff. We got the uh, the charity drive, and then we got yeah. the follow up uh, extended uh, community charity drive the day after at the, at the uh, same location as the uh, event. Six hundred one, six hundred one East Broadway, Kona, Nevada. The local nickel, <laughs> right? <clears throat> yeah, shouts out to them, especially because uh, we really needed a. Uh, New venues to uh, step up out of the woodwork, and I'm I'm glad another bar is actually making a go of it, especially during these hard times. Especially, it it's really bad times to start a new business. So, <coughs> but let's not just show them love when we're doing these community things. Let's let's keep the money circulating with them as well, and uh, keep showing them love as they keep uh, building the business. Especially because obviously their heart's in the right place, helping us do this. So, uh, yes, shouts out to the bar owner as well. Yes, so, uh, yes. and all the bar staff. Too. Yes. So yes. make sure you keep. Tip your waitresses and stuff yes, and all that sir. other stuff. Uh, I'll probably, oh, uh, on my merch booth that night, too, if you guys cop some extra merch or whatever that night, I'll probably throw five bucks of, of my profit to to the shit that night as well just to help fucking get the pot as fat, uh, fat as humanly fucking possible so we can make everything a good success as well. So I want to throw that out in the fucking airway so that way everybody knows that's what's going to be going on that night as well. So we'll be merch heavy. I'm going to be... Donating to those baskets as well. There's going to be some awesome fucking sick wooded merch I heard that night. <laughs> <laughs> and another uh, point that we we beat the hell out of. Um, for anybody that does show up to this event, uh, please do yourselves and the venues a favor. And uh, make sure you're wearing your masks. Uh, make sure you're following whatever guidelines that the venue puts in place. Um, because the last thing anybody wants is for them to have opened their doors to a charity event and somebody go mess that up and end up getting their doors closed on them. God um, damn it, Bliff, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going out of their way to, uh, you know, house this fucking thing. So let's be respectful of, uh, you know, the, the stipulations that they got to operate under. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. People leave. When they leave, there's open spots to get in. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to have to do a, a revolving door policy that night. So, uh, but again, when you fit in, get in early, pack that place early, because like we said, it's it's pretty much sold out, especially with the lineup that we got, because we do have a lot of fucking awesome talent. Currently uh, looking for a doorman. Mm-hmm. Throw that out there. Because a doorman, doorman. <laughs> <laughs> Think you're so fucking cool with your little fucking clipboard. <laughs> to be you. I mean, I do double duty all the time with underground click. I've been the dude at the door doing the wristbands, all of it. Yeah, on the stage. Yeah, my roommate fucking just standing there, quiet and stoic as shit at the merch booth, making it look like someone's working when I really gotta go and seal all the deals because he's a little too introverted to seal all them deals all the time. So it is what it is. Yeah, gotta wear so many hats. You wanna be doorman? Huh? You wanna be a doorman? No. A doorman. A doorman. Doorman. Well, uh, we can discuss that. Uh, we we could probably uh, rope Shrek into being the doorman, possibly. Oh my god, I got some people. Though, like, Shrek's a big fella. Yes, he fills got, out that got, chair that you're sitting in. Guys. <laughs> he fills it out pretty well. He's a big burly fella. <laughs>
But yeah, I can't wait for that uh, show. Uh, we also talked about everywhere to find your music. You're dropping the new shit with Crooked Killers coming back. Uh, you got some yeah. new uh, solo shit as well you were talking about. Uh, yeah, I haven't recorded too much, but I've been working with J-Biz and um, the Lyrical Assassins. Nice. Um, and with, yeah, Crooked Killers. Um, I remember I, my Lyrical solo Assassins. album's not even, I haven't recorded for it yet. So Lyrical Assassins was on like our second show. It's in my head. Nice. When, uh, back when I was doing horrorcore as the Headhunters, and uh, we literally played the mall doing horrorcore, like Tiffany at the Woodville Mall. And at the time, I was 450, the and the other dude that I was <laughs> rapping with was pushing 500. And we ran to the front of the stage, and it was not bolted down. My brother was mosh pitting on the back of the stage and fell in the gap of the stage. And then we walked back and slammed his leg between the wall and the fucking oh, stage. And they were like, what do we do? And then we had to like rock the ship like fucking Johnny Depp and shit to put the stage <laughs> back up to fucking get his leg out the goddamn stage and shit. So, wow. <laughs> Go way back with fucking lyrical assassins. And way back was a small world. Woodville Mall. Exactly. Yeah. And this is, this is why we do the podcast weekly and shit. Jeez. Tap in with everybody locally as much as possible. Yep. Shout out to J-Biz. We talked about. Him as well. Deranged Days. I wonder if he's still got that fucking CD sitting somewhere. I know my older brother does. He's got a catalog of everything I've dropped since I was fucking 14. He's the only one that still has it. <laughs> he's going to make a lot of money in eBay money when I get big. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> I will have a solo album out, though. By this year. I oh, just yeah. don't know when. It'll be by this year, 2021. Gotcha. So, see, probably about the end of the year. I'm thinking shooting for October. Nice. Right now. Pretty good time frame though for you know just coming back off of not doing any kind of music for yeah. a good while. Right, it's a pretty good goal to have. That's producing. Yeah. yeah, I mean I've been locked up a lot too. Seriously, so I I have notebooks full. I'm not even lying. It's in the car right now. It's yeah. like I have stacks like this full of just stuff that I wrote. So yeah. there, I just you know I can just go back and throw throw something on there, but I don't do that a lot. Yeah. I just write new shit. You know, I feel like it's because like, I need to get that out. Yeah, know, exactly. Release my. There's got to be something in that. That's why I'm right sick now. with it. You know what I'm like, saying? <laughs> there's a lot of people that you know have told us that same bars, thing, yo. saying like they got like volumes of just lyrics written, or like we've had um, people that play in bands in here saying like you know we've got you know riffs and lyrics written for you know uh, a whole book of songs and everything, and we're just like getting ready to start recording. So I feel like the next year or two is probably going to hit pretty hard for the underground music scene when the people are starting to produce. Yes. Because like yes, everybody seems to be on that mind track to yes, yeah. get out there and start getting shit recorded and getting new material out there. So it's gonna hit hard. Yeah. We're gonna flood you. The new track we just dropped is Fireman. Right. Like, uh, it's some good shit by restricted men. Some really, really good stuff that he's putting out right now. Are we gonna get a possible leak at the show? Um <laughs> just a, taste. a good question right there. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I'm asking the questions I'm not supposed to ask. I get that no, line that I'm not supposed to leak this. I love that question because I want to so bad because it's so awesome. But I'm literally, I already got a half hour set and I, I don't. It's I want to. I'm I'm gonna try. Let's put it that way. We'll, we'll see. I gotta gotcha. talk to him about it. Yeah. It's supposed to see be what mastered happens. and Play done. Mastered and done today. So that gives me how how long? And I I should be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? We can just get it in there at the end. You know. Because if I'm going last, we have to be done by 10. Right. You know what I mean? That's because, but we heard that on the 23rd or something, it might be lifted up. Okay. So and we might be able to start doing shows. If they lift this up, 
we're gonna be able to do be back to normal and everybody's it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome everybody's gonna be out yeah everybody's gonna it's gonna bring the music scene back like he said yeah, thank that's God what's because. missing right now and a lot of people is the music scene yeah that it's, goes for not only like the hip-hop like and rap community like while we're doing a show like yeah we're you know like damn they would you know everybody's trying to do a show like even with the fucking rona and the shit being slow google gave me like an update of what i did in the last year and we had like i still hit 109 or 199 cities so i can't wait for everything to open up to really go full board but uh we're gonna wrap this up with you so uh you, you can get on the road because i know you you have a tight schedule yes sir so yes, so uh, we appreciate you for stopping in and giving us this time but uh we'll follow back up thank with everyone you here. too Okay. Thank you yeah. for volunteering, everybody that's making this happen. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, give your last minute shout outs uh, and stuff, and yeah. uh, we'll let you wrap this up. And uh, Maher, 43605, local nickel owner, um, bartenders, performers, and DJs. Everybody, the, you know, everybody is making this happen for these kids right. and getting these coats and trying to get the music scene back on as getting this stuff getting lifted. So I want to thank you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Good show. Right. Good show. Thank you for yes, coming sir. in. Look yeah, forward. Definitely look forward to our follow up when when we uh we can go a little bit more in depth and uh, get a little bit more crazier. Yeah, twenty third. We'll have some bullet point professional questions and we'll right? just go off the fucking rail. Absolutely, yeah. Twenty third, we're gonna follow back up, and uh, coming weeks we'll probably uh, follow up with some other uh, artists that will probably be on that show as well. So that way you guys are well informed all the way going up to that event as well. So yes, sir. that that's what we plan on doing. So any artists that are on that show. Hit me up because I'm, I'm I'm a busy guy, unfortunately, so I can't reach out to all of you guys or else I fucking would. Right. This is how this goes. Unfortunately, you got to hit up the podcast and be like, hey, I want to be on. Yep. It, it's not an ego thing. It, it's not like lowering yourself and I'll have you fucking on. No problem. Ask, it, or, uh, ask to be booked and you will be, uh, be booked. But uh, on that note, uh, we want to thank everyone and we can't wait till that fucking show coming up at the local nickel. <coughs> yes, sir. Yes. But uh, until then, we'll be back uh, next week. Click shit out.